Hello! That was directed at you, Nathan, not just the listening audience. Hello! I thought you were, I thought you were just talking no. to anything that might might be in your vicinity. I will do that, honestly. It's... Yeah. Um, you know, it's been an, it's been another uh, quarantine week in the rain, mostly. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, good weather makes it a lot more tolerable. You know, I, it it really was uh, wasn't that much different to me. <laughs> it was pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I because I'm I'm able to work from home. Yeah in my normal hours and everything. So I'm rain or shine. I'm just in the same seat. Yeah. uh, Trying to block out the chaos around me. (laughs) Right. While I do something. Tapping away at your, Mm. at your keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And, uh, just, you know, trying to hide the, the, deep-seated resentment <laughs> that is festering inside me as I <laughs> as I work. Does that ever slip out in any way at all? Does it come out sideways or I mean there's there's threats of murder, but aside okay. from that, no. Oh well, okay. All right. Well as long as I mean light light murder. Yeah, you're getting it out in a positive way, right? I mean that's yeah. that's it's not heavy cute. murder. It's light murder. <laughs> Light's like under ten people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and gentle. It's gentle murder. Oh, okay. Okay. A lot of pillows involved. Not so very much. Very few explosives. Not so know? much with the knives and the the hatchets, the meat cleavers. Right. None Nothing that. that you would see on an insane clown posse album cover. <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I've gotten tired of uh, talking to an empty chair across from me, so I I put. You know, just a bunch of stuffed animals in the chair to talk to. <laughs> the uh, fun part is I talk to them even when uh, we're not recording. Yeah, that's definitely the sign of uh, very good mental health. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is slowly slipping away from me. I um, well, yeah. The good news is you probably only have, I don't know what, like two two more years of this? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not so bad. <laughs> it's not, you know, um, what do, what do I say to that to that ever expanding timeline? You know, just crack another O'Doul's and get on with it. <laughs> Boy, you're hitting the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we've we've got this thing we're trying where if we don't drink, you can get you get five dollars a day. That that doesn't include the child. Um, he always drinks. <laughs> you didn't include him because you didn't make him. You didn't want to make him feel guilty about his drinking. <laughs> it's too, it's too, too hard for him. Um, so, yeah. So I, I guess O'Doul's counts. I would have never thought of it, but um, but you know, she put it forward, and I thought, okay, cool. Well, that that works. It tastes like beer, some some kind of beer, not. You know, not great beer, but beer. Uh, 
more power to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> no, that's what everyone always says, but it it's actually kind of working for me. Um the funny thing is it still has a bit of alcohol in it. It's less than 0.5%, so it ain't much. You would have to really put them away to get the effect of like two beers. Yeah. <laughs> you would have if to you, drink a lot of Odules. Well, if you got a 24 pack. Yeah. What that would be the the equivalent of 3 beers of alcohol yeah that's about right isn't it because a normal yeah. beer is like like 5%. if we're talking like a budweiser yeah yeah it's like yeah budweiser is like five percent yeah 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 <laughs> they should just sell it in a bladder you know in beach balls that you, there you can go. you can pick up outside just give you a boda box of oduls <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I, I apologize if you hear a weird noise in the background. It's just Amber squeaking this pig that she has, you know, podcast. Is that what that was? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it sounds like... Wonk, wonk. You need to muzzle that thing. It's very strange. <laughs> it's a very... So I I, I... I I didn't make an attempt at show prep, really, but I had a random thing come up that I thought was interesting. <laughs> that I wanted to talk to you about, at least Um, briefly. That's fine. I, as always, made no attempt at show prep. (laughs) Hmm. Well, I mean, that's not really what... Amber! What we're known for on this one. I know. I know everyone's being comforted, I guess, by the sounds of... um, This is... Think, you know, you hear about ASMR. We talk about ASMR. A lot, yeah. This is the opposite of that. Yeah, it's just annoying. If, you, <laughs> if your brain is wired a certain way, yeah. instead of getting the tingles from that sound, <laughs> you just spontaneously vomit. Yeah, I was going to say, you, <laughs> you shit yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the brown note. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was at a concert one time where they tried to find the brown note. It was... Um, it was Ben Folds, and he was, you know, had some synthesizer or something on stage, and they were just playing really low, really, really loud notes. And then they would change it by, like, half a step, you know? That See, that seems like a really good, fun idea for a concert. Yeah. Until <laughs> the day that you actually find it. <laughs> right. <laughs> For those who don't know, the brown note is a note that the frequency makes you spontaneously go dookie. Oh, and you're, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just imagine a full Ben Folds concert of people <laughs> with soiled pants. Uh, as opposed to another Ben Folds concert. I mean,. I most of the time, like I've I've seen Ben Folds a couple times. Oh, have you? I didn't know that. And most of the time, the people there are fairly clean cut people. They they who truly don't look are. like yeah. They they are likely to defecate inside of their pants. <laughs> it seems unlikely with most of the people there. Do you think there's a divide between like piano centric acts and guitar centric acts in terms of the cleanliness? Of oh, yeah. of the of the concert oh, yeah. goers, yeah, I do too. I feel like guitar bands inspire a little more grunginess, not in terms of sound necessarily, but in terms of <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, I mean, it depends who you're talking about. You yeah, know? it's true. That's true. Because like 
if you were to go see Kansas, for instance, yeah, it's probably going to be a pretty clean cut uh, group of people in their J Crew and <laughs> I don't know. Some of those old hippies will be there too, though. Do, do hippies like Kansas? I don't know, man. Some hippies like, like anything. <laughs> I feel like Kansas came after the hippies enough that yeah, Maybe it's kind of not their thing. They're against it. I don't know. Yeah, but you know. For the most part, when you think guitar, you're not thinking, uh, you know, someone who has worked with the New York Philharmonic, like <laughs> people like Ben Folds have done. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, it's a different group of people. Maybe classier, but also less fun. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's that. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess what I'm imagining is, I mean, there are so many guitar bands and fewer piano bands. And Mm -hmm. I mean, the only ones I could name off the top of my head, piano bands would be Ben Folds, Billy Joel, Elton John, Tori Amos, Fiona Apple. Um, There's probably more, but those are the ones that spring to mind. I like... (laughs) <laughs> that was a perfect way of laying them out, too, because the way you laid them out, you saw it gradually move towards the people who are more likely to poop their pants. <laughs> you think Fiona Apple people are like the, the crowd at a Fiona Apple concert is probably more likely to be into experimentation oh. with drugs, things like that. Sure. Then sure. The, the people at the beginning of your list. We saw her once. She was fantastic. Have you she heard her fantastic. new album? Uh, some of it, yeah. Some of it. It is, so it is on Metacritic, officially a 100. Oh, like, wow. Out of 100. Holy. That doesn't ever happen. Wow, people I, love I think, it, huh? Yeah, I think that's the first time. Um, it's shit. good. Wow, It's yeah. a good album. What I heard it's was It's a confusing good. album. It's it seemed intense in in places for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I every time, so every time I've ever listened to her, I like what I'm listening to. Yeah, but I always end up getting stuck in this loop where I'm like, I don't know what type of music I would say I'm listening to. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. it's kind of just her own thing. <laughs> oh yeah, she's very singular. Yeah, that's true. And I'm against labeling music for the most part, but also at the same time I'm like, but now I want to try. But, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. It, she is very singular. There's definitely jazzy elements. Um her vocal style is is pretty unique. Yeah. Um Jen was Jen's a big fan and she was saying that she was hearing a lot of like rap influences on this album, and I, I didn't listen to it closely enough to to know. But did you pick I, up on that? I could see that, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, she just pulls in a little bit of everything. I think a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a couple of I think Questlove played drums on at least one of her records, if not more than one. Yeah, um, that guy also pulls in a little bit of everything. <laughs> he, yeah, he's he's he's. Um, He's very good. <laughs> I want I want this on the record right now. If we ever interview anybody on this podcast. This podcast? <laughs> yes. Okay. Or any podcast, but any, this any podcast. Pod. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to interview Questlove because I feel like 
Questlove probably has the most stories mm. out of any person you could ever interview. Uh, yeah, uh, currently currently living in Lucid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there there are people with more stories, but I feel like of the current crop that, of people that you could, could actually tell the story. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're either not like completely fucked or dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's up there for sure. He he would be a good Wow. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, he so what I think it was like two years ago when the Tonight Show went on their break, hiatus, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh just went and traveled internationally to write a book about food. Really? Because that's what you do. You know, as a hobby, you just go write a book. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's great. He's all over the place. Well, he has a, another book I've heard a few people talk about, about creativity. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> a few of my other, uh, a few of my friends were talking about it, and they seem to say, I haven't read it at all, but they seem to say it was really good. And um, I, took, I took it away that he's a guy who takes in a lot. Like, you know, if he's maybe working on a record, like yeah. he'll I mean I think he's probably a type of person that would just listens to records constantly. But too know, much. Yeah, too maybe, much. Yeah. Yeah. But he he's he he he's of the mind of like taking in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that helps along, you know. And some people aren't like that. Some people are more some people sort of like to live in their own bubble, you know, right. cuz stuff gets in easier. I it just I think it depends on the kind of person you are probably. Yeah, he he is definitely a consumer of all all media type. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! But I yeah I will I I will listen to um, the Fiona Apple record some more. Um, I really like Extraordinary Machine a lot, um, and Win the Pawn, and um, I'll, I'll never forget the first time I saw. Uh, criminal the video for criminal when i was a kid, when i was a kid i was like holy shit it looked like the the most ridiculous and like hot party had just happened <laughs> in that video <laughs> it was like what y'all y'all were into y'all were doing stuff that i'm just never going to do like <laughs> Just, just explain all of the things that were happening here. Yeah, why are there so many people? I've got time. Yeah. Take your time. It was one of those parties where you wake up and they're like, oh my god, there are 30 people in this house, and they're asleep <laughs> everywhere. There's people in the closet. People are in the bathtub. There's a guy, like, yeah, that, uh, hugging the water heater. Anyway. <laughs> that actually that actually sounds like my worst nightmare. Uh, yeah, I don't think you'd enjoy that. No. <laughs> I I don't I don't mind I don't mind a party but I'm very selective about who I want around. Does that make sense? Like yeah, only I pe- mean I understand all those words. Yeah, <laughs> only people I enjoy. Like my like my birthday was like, great. Like last year when you came and uh, a bunch of our other friends came, that was like a yeah. perfect that was a perfect party. I, I mean almost. it was fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You don't like parties. You don't like humans. It. That was the appropriate size of party. I'll yeah, say that. It was less than 10 people, right? Or like 10 people tops. 
It was right around 10. Yeah. I can handle right around 10 without getting annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's any any more than that, it starts getting more questionable. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I know what you mean. We, I remember a few years ago for my wife's birthday, we had a party with, like, she had out-of-town friends come in. Yeah. And... It, it it was like you've been to my house. It was in the living room and the kitchen and the library and the deck. Oh and man! We're just in and out everywhere. Uh, it's probably like 20, 25 people. Yeah, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's roughly twenty three more people than I want in my <laughs> house at any given time. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, so that that's a bad party. Ten wouldn't be too bad. No, that wouldn't but be bad. No, it's the the sign that I don't like it is when it's a party where there's not like a room that I can go to that's quieter. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Like, um, I I will leave specifics out of this, but uh, someone we know had um, a sort of shindig at their house a few months ago yeah and everyone showed up oh boy i don't think i did though <laughs> oh man and it it was like i i was doing the oh i wonder what the house looks like mostly just because i'm i had to find a place that wasn't full of people crowded around talking about the many cheeses they had laid out and things like that <laughs> The the funny thing about Nathan for everybody listening is you don't really come off this way at all. This is all happening internally. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's very internal. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you don't seem um like you're having a tough time when you're it's, in these situations. It, here's here's the thing. I'm oddly sociable. I yes. do fine. It there's no part about this where I feel like anyone is going. Oh, he doesn't want to be here. Right. But anyone who knows me listening, just know, I don't want to be here. <laughs> don't invite him to things. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I I can't hide it if I'm not. I have a hard time hiding my emotions. <clears throat> I can do it for a little while. Um I can fake it in some scenarios, but like I can be pretty standoffish sometimes or like super super into it. It just depends um, on what's going on. I will say it also helps if I have two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's like the sweet spot right there. Not one. One's yeah. not enough. Right. When you get to three or four, it then it's just like, I don't want to listen to things right now. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Two is yeah. the sweet spot. <laughs> there is a turning point. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two, two's good. Uh, you know, I could probably do a couple more than that, um, but then I just get tired, and there's a point where well, I'm just tired. You know. Plus, uh, you doing a couple more than that. You're you only drink O'Doul's, so right. I so mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you're stacking those on top. You're almost a half a beer by then. So. I know. I know. It's getting wild. <laughs> I'm on my way to that criminal video. Closer and closer oh, all man. the time. 
Did you know that was the official drink of that video? Oh, I didn't. You know what's funny? O'Doul's, oddly enough, is the official brew of the PGA Tour. Go figure. (laughs) Is that... Uh, is that in response to John Daly? I don't know. What's is, what's the deal with John Daly? Uh, John, oh, man, how do I describe John Daly to you? Is he a golfer? So, yeah. Okay. So back in the, I'd say he started in the 90s, uh, one Jonathan Daly joined <laughs> PGA Tour. Yeah. And you know how your typical golfer, you imagine, has pleated slacks and is very buttoned up. Yeah, yeah. John Daly probably lived in a, an RV. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the best way I can describe John okay. Daly. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, like, you know an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah, lemonade, half lemonade, half tea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Daly is an Arnold Palmer with vodka. Pork. Oh, <laughs> that's all you need to know about John Daly. Wait, that's a real drink. That's yeah. a- uh, I believe if you went to a bar, most people would know what you were talking. Okay, about. okay. And yeah. so he was wasted all the time when he uh, was he, golfing. He was. I mean, we don't know if he was wasted when he was golfing. Okay. Don't speak out of turn, sir. <laughs> but probably, yeah. <laughs> And he was definitely wasted when he got back to the RV. Yeah. Like, okay. just, just imagine like the movie Happy Gilmore and how everyone in that movie reacted to Happy Gilmore. Right. That's how they should have reacted to John Daly. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> was he a good golfer? I mean, I mean, obviously he, he was. Yeah. He wasn't wasn't too bad uh yeah. probably would have been better if you know he <laughs> tried <laughs> laid off the saws a little bit yeah I, uh, I i remember hearing about a golfer i mean i don't know anything about golf but it, about a guy who like you know i guess you think of golf as a leisurely sport but most of them do exercise you know <laughs> right and and take care of themselves but I don't think it's the same dude. I don't think this guy was a drunk. Um, but it was some other dude, and I, I, I have no idea what his name was, but he would sort of start the day with like a Diet Coke, and he smoked, and he washed his own dishes. Like he was, he didn't use a dishwasher. He washed all his dishes by hand. He just seemed like an interesting cat. I don't know what his deal was, but I think he was really good. I think he was up there in like the top five or something but I don't know much about him. And he didn't exercise. He, he yeah. refused. Yeah. I don't know. It might be. Uh, so I've pulled up John Daly here on Wikipedia. Okay. <clears throat> uh, which would you like to hear <laughs> more? Uh, the incidents during golf tournaments <laughs> that contributed to his, quote, wild thing image. Oh. Or the entire section labeled alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I want to hear both. Okay. So, incidents. We'll start there. Uh, during the 1998 PGA Tour, who cares? No one cares what any of these tournaments are called. Um, he used a three-wood to hit six six golf balls into the water during the final round. <laughs> six? Yeah. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> That's like an obscene number, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, instead of just not 
doing that, he was stubborn and kept doing the same thing. Um, Lost his shit. In the 2000 U.S. Open, he shot a 14 on the par 5. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Uh, he hit three golf balls into the Pacific Ocean and hit another into the backyard next to the fairway. <laughs> Um, in 2002, after making a triple bogey, oh. uh, Daly threw his putter and ball into a pond and later failed to sign for a 78 on his scorecard, disqualifying him. He was later fined by the Australian tour and was ordered to write a letter of apology to a tour official he verbally abused. <laughs> oh my God. In 2008, he broke a spectator's camera. Whoa. Just broke it. No details. Just broke he the camera. Just, yeah. Um, let's see. Damn. A lot of him just being stubborn and continuing to hit balls he shouldn't have been hitting. First off, this is another thing you need to know about uh, John Daly. Okay. Uh, there's also a section labeled music career. What? <laughs> Wait, how, In did 2007, we, how, did, how did we have nothing planned and then we stumbled on a fascinating person to talk about? John Daly. How yeah. is this? How is he not a movie, by the way? Yeah, seriously. I would watch this. Yeah. Um, by the way, Danny McBride definitely has to play John Daly. <laughs> it just seems right. Uh, he provided backup vocals in 2007 on Kid Rock's song, Half Your Age. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, in 2010, he released his second album called I Only Know One Way, where he wrote and co-wrote eight tracks. And he also uh, had one track featuring Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. And no. I don't care if his name's Darius Rucker, his name's Hootie. <laughs> Holy shit. So it was a, a country album, probably. Yeah. It was, it was on GMV Nashville. Yeah. So I'm assuming would, that, so. That would, be, that would be country, yeah. Wow. Um, this, this is an important one here. In October, this is... This is as John Daly as it gets. On October 26, 2008, Daly was taken into protective custody by Winston-Salem police. By the way, you never hear Winston-Salem in a good context. No, you really don't. Yeah, It's never like, <laughs> wow, that hero in Winston-Salem saved a bunch of people. Wasn't that cool? Anyway. No, it's an edgy place, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was taken into protection protective custody after being found drunk outside of Hooters. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this guy is batting 1,000. Yeah. Um, or golfing, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he committed to not drinking after that, supposedly. Oh, okay. Sure. I can't I can't say <laughs> uh, whether that's true. Uh, Hooters in Winston-Salem. Yeah. My God. Um, oh, he also has a gambling problem. Oh, Jesus He claims Christ. to have lost between 50 and $60 million over 15 years. That can't... Well... I didn't even know that. That's a lot of money. Do you get paid that much as a golf person? I guess you do. I mean, if you're good. Yeah, I guess that's right. It's, yeah. In golf, it's you get paid based on how you finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, and sponsorships. Right, yeah, right, okay. Like, that's that's when Tiger Woods was in his heyday. He wasn't making the biggest part of his money off of no you know, he win had, tournaments. He was making it from Nike, Nike and yeah. his video game and yeah, right, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> I'm John Daly for Bacardi. 
Um, I mean, <laughs> I can't drive a golf ball without it, John. Daly. It, yeah, it's a. Uh, I guess it's possible. Poor we bastard. um, yeah. Speaking of gambling and sports, we have been in my house watching the uh, ESPN Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, how is that? It's good. Um, but I, so this would have been during your childhood. You would remember Michael Jordan playing baseball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have I, you ever heard the conspiracy theory related to this? No. There's a conspiracy theory? They actually discussed theory? this. Oh, yeah. They discussed this in the documentary. Okay. Which was really surprising to me. Because, um, just giving you the background, the documentary basically was all signed off on by Michael Jordan. Uh, okay. Like, he had to sign off on things, and that was how they got him to let them film him. Ah, uh, okay. Last season. Anyway. Right, right. So, uh... The conspiracy theory here is much like our favorite golfer, John Daly, (laughs) Um, which I'm saying unironically because he is my favorite golfer. I mean, uh, he's my. I don't like any golfer, and he's much more interesting (laughs) than any of them. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He, Michael Jordan, had a serious gambling problem. Uh. Still probably does. Um, because based on the documentary, it, he is still in the denial phase of oh, every... Oh, <laughs> no. MJ, anyway. no. Um, so, his last season before he retired to play baseball, all of this started coming out about him gambling. Like, during the playoffs, he uh, they had lost a game in New York, and so he went to Atlantic City that night oh. and was till four in the morning uh, being seen by people gambling oh no and all this stuff about this shady guy who got arrested uh having a check for it was around fifty thousand dollars holy shit Yeah. yeah so the conspiracy theory here is um michael jordan obviously the biggest name in basketball yeah time at the time probably one of the biggest names in the world definitely definitely um but the nba doesn't want to you know suspend the biggest name in basketball and tarnish his reputation and thus make it where they can make less money off of him right so instead the commissioner david stern of the nba went and told him Listen, you're about to get suspended. If you can retire, right, and and just you know back away for a little bit, we don't have to announce a suspension. And then he went and played baseball. I'm not saying it's true. Whoa, okay, but that's a solid conspiracy <laughs> theory. So the baseball thing was is ancillary. Right, like right. It, it was it was about the suspension, but the baseball thing is a hell of a red herring because everybody yeah. was like, "Okay, I mean, <laughs> what, what was the?" You it's know. still the weirdest thing. That, it is, yeah. Like, just imagine. I'm trying to think of anyone who. We'll say LeBron James. 
Yeah. If LeBron James right now went, I'm kind of done with basketball, I'm looking into football now. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would be very... Wait, didn't LeBron just die? No, that's Kobe Bryant. Oh, that was Kobe Bryant. God damn, I'm sorry. Kobe I'm sorry. Bryant's re- was retired before. Oh, that's, so if he that's tried right. to make that's it right. in that's baseball right. or football, it would have been very shocking. Yeah, okay. not as shocking right. as it would be now if you right. were trying to. Play. Oh, oh boy. But um, still pretty shocking. Sorry, I don't know my basketball. Um, okay, yeah, that yeah, it was yeah, I do. I mean, because Michael Jordan was. He, I mean, again, not a sports person at all. But you he know was that. huge. Yeah, yeah. Of, of course. I had shoes, I, you know, um, uh, you know, that had him on the side, like his profile of him dunking, you know. He was if you, ginormous. If you were growing up in the 90s, like, like we were, yeah. you knew two sports figures. You knew Michael Jordan yeah. and you knew King Griffey Jr., Ah, I was going to say, you know, it's weird. I was going to say, actually, there's two others I think of Nathan. Okay. And, and here's why you'll, 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 you'll understand why I think of Wayne Gretzky uh-huh. um, and I think of Bo Jackson and Ooh. <laughs> the reason I think of those Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky and Bo Jackson is because they had a cartoon show. <laughs> Do you remember that? That's true. They did, didn't they? I think it's called Sports Stars or something like yeah. that. But they were like super, they were themselves. They played themselves. And I think they actually did the voices. Um, maybe at least for like one episode or something. Maybe maybe Gretzky did it the whole time. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but they did. There was a, yeah, there was a sports cartoon. And they would like, they were like, you know, the Avengers or something. That, man. So, um, this is veering off topic of sports, which I know you're going to be disappointed about. <laughs> Always. Um, I, I feel like we were just about an inch away from getting like our own Barstool Sports radio show. Ooh. We just needed to demean some women first, and then we'd be good. <laughs> yeah, we'd be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a very important part of the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so Obama did a lot of good things while he was president, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. I, no, I'm, you'll you'll see the connection. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, he did a lot of good things. Yes. However, uh, I have an issue with him that I've discovered recently. Okay. You know how he was very into educating children and wanted to increase the educational programming on TV? Yes. Man, he fucked up Saturday uh, morning cartoons. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. Wait. They're nothing now. Have you ever looked at TV now? Oh. It's all educational programming on Saturday mornings. Wait, Saturday morning cartoons are gone? They're pretty much gone. It's all educational programming. And that was because of Barack Obama? I I believe it was him that was, you know, like, oh, kids need to know things. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Saturday morning cartoons was the greatest thing. That was, I looked forward to that all week. I I was it was like a month ago. I was like, okay, my child is up. It's Saturday morning. Yeah, I am going to introduce him to Saturday morning cartoons. Right, and I turn it on, and it's like a show where people are doing science experiments. Oh fuck Ugh. that! Come on, like no. what? <laughs> no one watched Bill Nye on Saturday mornings. That's for when there's a substitute in science class. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> 
That's exactly, or whenever it came on TV, I don't remember. Like really early on Saturday, I think. I I honestly don't think I ever watched it on my own TV set, but I've probably (laughs) seen every episode of it. (laughs) Yeah, you probably have. Because it was every time there was a substitute. (laughs) All right, here we go. Up in the Bill Nye. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, going back to Michael Jordan for a second, I have a Ninja Turtle. This ties in both things. Um, I have a Ninja Turtle who is a Michael Jordan Ninja Turtle. He's got the 23 and everything. That wouldn't exist now. I know. Because there's no Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, and no Michael Jordan. No. <laughs> no, there's still a Michael Jordan. Yeah. He just He's just a lackluster owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, I didn't realize that. There you go. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, yeah. look at the Charlotte Hornets and their success, and that's why you didn't realize that. <laughs> I'm going to somehow... This is going to make its way to Michael Jordan because yeah. he just has someone out there Scaring trying to podcasts. find any yeah. any media that is critical of him. Right. Yeah. And then Michael Jordan's going to make a new documentary where he is aggressive towards us on it, just We're like screwed. he is everyone else. Oh. Yeah. It's it's funny watching this documentary because he's Michael Jordan's not what doesn't seem like what i would call a fun person oh no (laughs) oh really yeah so early in his career uh the biggest rivalry they had was with the pistons okay and their point guard was isaiah thomas okay um the pistons were a rough team they fouled a lot they were very aggressive okay he still, to this day, in the documentary, will say, I hate Isaiah Thomas. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Like, he is harboring some 40-year-old resentment. <laughs> Michael, you got to let that shit go. Let it go for you, bro. You how, how many championships did you win, and how many did Isaiah Thomas win? Right. You can just relax yeah, a little bit. I know. I mean... <laughs> I don't even know who I didn't, I'd never heard of Isaiah Thomas until tonight, but I did. Yeah, I mean, sure. he's in the Hall of Fame. No, oh, that's but good. He's not Michael Jordan, right? They're, They're not. <laughs> people aren't going and trying to find a new pair of the Isaiah Thomases. <laughs> there, are, there are three now. Four things I know about Michael Jordan. The fourth being that he harbors resentment. One, oh yeah. One is basketball. Two is that he played baseball. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. And three is Hanes. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was all over yeah. those Hanes ads. <laughs> He's the only athlete that, for a period of time, we all knew what kind of underwear he owned. Right. Yeah. Or at least there was no. Yeah. Well, I, I think that he was pretty dedicated to the brand. You think so? You think you wore yeah. him every day? Mm-hmm. Probably some, some Hanes jockeys. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I just had a weird mental. I was thinking about Gretzky again, and I was saying, I wonder what Gretzky. And then I was like, Silk, Silk inside his ice palace. His, oh no, that's definitely <laughs> true. His ice palace, his hockey, his yeah, just, frozen ice palace. <laughs> just think back to like early '90s Gretzky with his, uh, his <sighs> flourishing hockey mullet. Yeah, that thing was amazing. Oh, the thing was incredible. Yeah. No silk all the way. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I mean, he 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 sort of looked like he could have walked out of Top Gun. You know yeah. what I mean? 
I would imagine Wayne Gretzky for like a three to four year period in his career had a time when he only wore kimonos around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's the he's the hockey centric Bond villain we never had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, no one's ever going to convince me otherwise. You can show me pictures of Wayne Gretzky and just, you know, casual sweats in his house. Nope. <laughs> He had kimonos. <laughs> it's that the, stage. the lost film where James Bond goes to Canada and <laughs> has to has to fight an evil hockey team. Well, that movie would be terrible. Yeah, because because the villain would would you know be a little bit too polite and probably just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to go? Eh? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought, I thought we were playing this thing out together. <laughs> oh man, I now I want to see a Canadian villain in any movie. Really, any, any I, honestly, it's ripe for the picking. I don't think there are many Canada centric. There are a few. I know there is a couple Canada centric superheroes. They're not well known uh, here. But I, I don't know of any Canada-centric villains. Like, what? What do the Canadian superheroes do? Well, they're well. Okay, technically, Wolverine is Canadian, actually. Um, depending on what timeline you follow, so there's there's a good one. Um, there's also I know there's a guy with a big maple leaf on his chest. And I think that's all I know, actually. I know there's a team. I know there's a team, and I can't remember, um, God, <laughs> Alpha something? I can't remember oh, what they're called. I've got it pulled up. Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight. <laughs> Alpha Flight. Yeah, that's it. Alpha Flight. Good they job. all look very nice. Yeah, I'm sure they're super, super cool. The team serves as Canadian's premier superhero team, akin to America's Avengers, eh? <laughs> I added part of and part to that. Uh, okay, I'm not going to tell you what. Good, <laughs> good. Um, most team members have distinctly Canadian attributes, such as having Inuit, First Nations, or French heritage. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, I got that. Oh man, they had a comic series that lasted a hundred thirty issues. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Alpha Flight's not a, not a small deal. The X Men would run into them sometimes. You would, uh, you'd have, you know, the odd issue where they'd be in Canada and they'd run into Alpha Flight. All right, I'm out. This is the most ridiculous. <laughs> the list of these people isn't are there, insane to me. Isn't there like a Yeti guy or something? Um, well, okay, so there's Guardian, who was originally named Weapon Alpha. Oh yeah, Weapon <laughs> um, Alpha, hell of a name. <laughs> He is sometimes the team leader and wears a stylized Canadian maple leaf flag. That's the guy. That's the guy I'm thinking of. Um, Jean-Paul Bubert <laughs> from Montreal, Quebec, is a mutant with powers of super speed and light generation. He is also the team's gay member. Oh, that's well. That's well. That's a write on. Um, they made the so they made the French guy the gay guy. That's, that's a, what I was thinking. That's a, yeah, it's a little on the nose. Y'all. They went. We need it. <laughs> I mean, this was in the 80s, it sounds like, so, you know, not real open. Yeah. (laughs) It probably wasn't, oh, we need a gay member, who should it be? It was, 
Ah, that guy's French. So obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Got this one figured out. His sister has dissociative identity disorder. Oh, Christ. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's real rare, too. Yeah, she has the same the same powers but has dissociative identity disorder and i've officially decided that they hated the french yeah Um, bummer (laughs) bummer this was definitely written by someone in ontario yeah (laughs) uh sasquatch that's the one that's a scientist who can transform into a giant fur covered beast resembling a sasquatch fucking a that's what i'm talking about he's like Uh, he's like canada's hulk that's that's sort of. exactly what it says here. Oh, really? Is he developed his powers from a Hulk-inspired gamma radiation experiment. Boom. Boom. There's a lot of interesting offshoots of Hulk. That's 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 one. And then, well, uh, you know, there's the She-Hulk, who I love. But anyway. Shaman. Shaman. I'm not familiar He's with He's a First Shaman. Nations medicine man. Ah, okay. Mm, that, ooh, that sounds questionable. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot going uh, on in Alpha Flight, sounds like. He's both a skilled doctor and a sorcerer. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. And then uh, Snowbird, the Inuit demigoddess. Oh, shit. She can transform into animals of the North. Only the North. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bummer. Man, I don't know. This. It sounds like there's a lot of problematic things happening here. <laughs> it really does. It really uh, does. Oh, here are some other people who got promoted. Ah, okay. Uh, Marina, an amphibious woman from Newfoundland. (laughs) (laughs) She was a former member of Beta Flight before she got promoted to Alpha Flight. Oh, no, Beta Flight just doesn't sound right. No. (laughs) Um, And then there's Puck. Uh, He is a dwarf bouncer from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. (laughs) Saskatoon, you don't say. This is like Minnesota got a fucking superhero team. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then I'm noticing the further down on this page I go, the more obvious it is that they just stopped trying. Yeah. Because volume three, there's major maple leaf. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Phoning it in. Does it say anything about their villain? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, he's a secret. He's secretly a normal human who rides a superpowered horse. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> Wait, he's like a super mounty? Is that kind of? I mean, no, he's a regular mounty. Okay, really, the superhero is his horse. Yeah, the horse is a super mounty horse. But good luck getting Major Maple Leaf to admit that. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's see, Puck Two is the daughter of Puck. Puck 2? Yeah, Puck 2. Really? Yeah. That just... Well, that just bugs me, honestly. They they uh, clearly... They killed off Puck. And then went, Oh, but no one has dwarfism anymore in this series. <laughs> How can we fix that? <laughs> we... I felt like we really had something going there with the, <laughs> with the whole dwarf angle. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Jesus. Wow. This is. Oh, notable villains. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Bedlam. Bedlam. Oh, that's a good villain name. That's actually. a good name for that's a villain. good one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Caliber, Caliber. Citadel. 
Mm. Deadly Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest as in a guy named Ernest? <laughs> I I assume it's Ernest like the Ernest movies. <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell? Yeah. Uh, the Derangers. Dream Queen. Gilded Lily. Oh, interesting. Great Beasts. The Great wow. Beasts, huh? Oh, man, there's a lot there. I'm not reading any of that. <laughs> I don't know um, how we got here, but I'm glad we did. You, this is this is single-handedly the worst idea for superheroes I've ever heard of, <laughs> and also the one Marvel movie I want someone to make. <laughs> I know, right? Like, not a series either. Like, I want a full-on yeah. flick, you know? Come on. Yeah. I want I want a full two and a half hour long yeah. Alpha Flight movie. And I want them to not change it. I want it to be as exactly. problematic <laughs> as it sounds right here. <laughs> like pick 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 like ten issues that came out in nineteen eighty three and mm-hmm. make that into a movie. I want I want the medicine man shaman guy <laughs> to be super problematic yeah. and just to make sure that they put the icing on the problem cake. Uh, <laughs> I, cast like Ben Affleck or something. Oh, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> Matt oh, Damon. Matt Damon terrible. is the medicine yeah. man. <laughs> if there was a if there was a Nashville centric superhero team, who do you think would be on it? Oh man, there was a comic I picked it up for free one time. Um, that tells you how good it was. Uh, well, um, <laughs> and I can't remember. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was like a kid who got like electricity powers. I'm struggling to remember the name. It might have been Nash or something. I don't. I don't well, recall. Yeah. I think we can agree that whoever it was, the origin story yeah. would involve um, some sort of incident <laughs> involving like getting electrocuted by their guitar amp. Oh, I think so. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Like, they they go to plug it in and there's a, a power surge or something and they get all the honky-tonk powers. <laughs> all the honky-tonk powers? Every one of them. Um, he can man, beam someone with a with an empty beer bottle at like a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. And his whatever he wore, it would definitely uh, have hints of a nudie suit. Oh yeah, that's actually good. I've never seen that in a in a comic. Yeah, there'd be that's a lot good. of fringe, a lot of fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Way too much fringe. I like it. And, and we should have a young woman who's like an aspiring singer-songwriter, but she's like, I don't know, her fingers turn into missiles or something. I okay. Don't, I don't know. Something in that, you know, something in that vein. Um, yeah. I, I was worried that you were going to go the typical way where she's a, a singer-songwriter that has to be rescued on a nightly basis by... Oh. <laughs> by the superhero. Oh no, no, no. She's she's on the team, definitely. Right. Okay. Definitely. Okay. And I think there should be a barista who can like multiply himself into like 40 baristas. <laughs> but his real power is just annoying you by yeah. that by having too many of them. That's right. But he he's really good at making coffee. <laughs> he's a he, 
he has all of East Nashville's hipster powers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So he just goes into a place, multiplies, and takes it over. <laughs> I don't know. That may be a villain. <laughs> Actually, he might be. Yeah, the barista. There you go. That's a good villain. I like that. Very good, Nathan. Very good. And he just makes the price of records soar, right? Exactly. Yeah. The price of everything good. <laughs> What do you mean a PBR is $7 now? Barista! Oh, uh, <laughs> these tacos have what in them? Huh? <laughs> That's not a taco. You Why can't... are we pickling cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got, uh, I got another one. Com- this, mm-hmm. is a, this is, this is, this is, this is maybe not that nice, but like kombucha boy who just <laughs> sprays kombucha from his eyes. Oh yeah, from the eyes. Yeah, Ooh. from the eyes. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. You, you hate that. That it's, burns. It's, oh man. Well, it doesn't burn him so much, but right. Know. Well, he's used to it at this yeah. point. The first time, really, really bad. Really bad. Mm-hmm. Smells like vinegar all the time. Not fun. Not a fun way to live. Um, also, I feel like there needs to be. Um, Sort sort of like a master splinter type of situation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where there's just like this old singer songwriter that's always busking on the street. Yeah, yeah. That that teaches them to harness their powers. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Real wizened yeah. old guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of looks like the Marlboro Man, but you know, it's exactly at seventy. Well, or fifty, but he looks about seventy. Yeah. 35, but he (laughs) smoked as much as the Marlboro Man, so it counts. Um. (laughs) I like that. I like that. And they all meet around, you know, downtown on Broadway. They have like a a back door into Tootsie's Orchid Mm -hmm. Lounge, say, where that's their their lair. They they, they meet under Tootsie's. Oh, perfect. And then... Uh, they spend most of their time trying to stop the bachelorette parties. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good villain, the bachelorette. She's <laughs> she commands an army of <laughs> of pedal taverns, <laughs> autonomous. <laughs> her, she she is of course the one in the white tank top. Yep, yep. Her her minions all have the black tank tops, the matching black tank tops <laughs> behind. That's right. <laughs> Oh my god, we need to actually make this. This is incredible. Oh man. <laughs> it's a I I feel like it's a losing battle for them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's I, I don't know how well they're going to do. We came up with two villains. We came up with villains a lot easier, I think than Yeah, well that, that's that's because we have a strong dislike of people. Yeah. So it's pretty easy. <laughs> but Honky Tonk Guy is like, he's he's the Superman of our scenario. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like um, he probably needs to be more of a Batman type. Yeah. Where he can like throw picks. I like that. That's, throw that's guitar good. guitar picks at people. Um, I don't know what else he possibly would have with him all the time unless he's carrying a guitar, but that's a lot. Well, yeah, I think he is that prop heavy because he's he's like he's like El Mariachi, you know, like that Robert Rodriguez movie or like Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. You know, like... That's a good point. <laughs> he's got a lot of shit in there. Like the guitar, 
lifts up, you know, um, mm-hmm. and underneath there's an arsenal. You know what I'm saying? Can he can he fire things out of oh, the guitar? Neck? Absolutely, of course he can. I or, mean, not bullets because yeah. he's a superhero. They don't, for whatever reason, ever invest in guns. Well, some do. Some do. Your, your Punisher types, <laughs> the right? Pe- the people who you know who have a death wish, sort of. Or but, I mean, you know, think about. I don't know if you've ever just thought about how weird it is that Batman. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Right. He's buying all sorts of weaponry. But instead of getting a gun, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, I want like a boomerang, but shaped like a bat. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the crucial thing about Batman. That's in many ways what makes Batman Batman. You know? that, he, that he makes poor decisions <laughs> on weapons. <laughs> He's always riding that line, you know? I, it would be a much like every movie would be a lot shor- uh, shorter if he yeah. had a gun. That's true. He, he it right. That's actually. I think <laughs> you hit upon one of the big problems, and I know like the first few issues mm-hmm. uh, where Batman appears, he had a gun and he killed people in the first few issues, like back in what the thirties or whatever. And then then people decided that wasn't. Pleasant, didn't like it. Didn't, that's not enough, right? We need, yeah. <laughs> we need, we need, uh, we need more. You know, more intrigue. After he killed the villain on page three, and they yeah. went, ah, damn it, uh, thirty more to go. Oh boy, <laughs> we ran out of story. <sighs> Shit! What if we gave them some way to always get away with their life? <laughs> let's let's just put them in the worst guarded prison yeah. asylum type of situation we can ever dream up. They just escape. They do. Frequently. Constantly. It, it's a constant thing. <laughs> like uh, The people living in Gotham when they watch the evening news and the story is uh, breaking news tonight, the Joker has broken out of Arkham Asylum. The, the people in Gotham City have to just be going, okay. <laughs> So it's Tuesday. It's, uh, <laughs> ah, boy. Well, um, hopefully this isn't the time he gets me. <laughs> and then the smile creeps up on their faces as the green gas enters the room. Dun, dun, dun. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. 